0: Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and you're listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. What?
1: Out of your consciousness, like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that will always be a little intimidated by well-defined veins. My name is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we're headed to Cannon Country as we deal with a bewildered Bronson and try to take in 1983's 10 to Midnight. And whether or not you've incorporated a marital aid into your love life, you can listen into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe. And when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your a hole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 That was the most monosyllabic approach to make it the dirtiest thing ever. Appropriate, but appropriate, given context, which is kind of nice, which is kind of nice. Well, uh, wow. Well, you can, yeah, just look for us, our bewildered selves out on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead, and it is on that book of face where we have an events tab, which leads to
0: shenanigans and a lot of nudity
1: shenanigans. And as this episode is going to be releasing on Friday, May 27th, if you live in the Kansas City area and would like your goodness, I don't want to say nudity Nudity shenanigans,
0: well, I mean, yes, (laughs)
1: let's just say your, your scantily clad shenanigans, there we go, taking care of indoors
0: and virtually.
1: And outdoors, actually. Yes,
0: they are back to outdoors. They are
1: back to outdoor screenings, but more importantly, on the Friday that this is releasing, our latest Friday Night Fright Genius. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself the other day,
0: <laughs> why, why wouldn't it be wonderful for Memorial Day weekend if we showed Sleepaway Camp? Yes, why, that's just what we'll do. Isn't that wonderful of us? I think the best part
1: of the screenings is the the first time The, the first timers, the but. I think more importantly, the people that were first timers that are now bringing people mm-hmm. for their first time and then watching them do the peripheral viewing as we are doing the peripheral viewing. So you got like half the people watching the movie, half the people side eyeing.
0: Sleepaway Campception, kind of like just, it's a babushka doll, it's- a matryoshka doll of just like people watching, people watching Sleepaway Camp. It's wonderful. Every time we get a chance to sleep, host Sleepaway Camp, it's one of my absolute favorites just to hear. The what the fuck, the shock, and like just, not giggles, but like giggles, the inappropriate laughter. Oh. Yeah, everybody that didn't laugh inappropriately. It's, Welcome to my world. <laughs> what's funny
1: is, let's go ahead and do this, 1983, another time. Another place. Because not only was Sleepaway Camp, but the film that we're going to be talking about. And that's the beauty of Sleepaway Camp, is this so an 80s film, mm-hmm. and if you take away the horror... You've got a decent little summer camp shenanigan movie.
0: With fake mustaches and all.
1: And kids, more mm-hmm. importantly, kids cursing as well. And a it does does contain one of the best and longest softball scenes right. in horror cinema. And
0: these are mean little kids. Like, even in the background, like, even though the toddlers are punks and jerks.
1: And we'll probably point it out in the intro, but the little ones that are throwing sand. sand. Yeah. They get the comeuppance Everybody at the end. Everybody gets their
0: comeuppance. Fucking Stephen King approved. We're going to camp the hell out of you.
1: <laughs> well, if we're looking forward then to next Friday Night's Fright, I'm excited for this one because I'm curious. I'm sure you've seen it before. This is going to be a first time viewing for me, and it was a honorable mention in this year's Into the Mouth of March Madness tournament because it is celebrating its 40th year of terror, mm-hmm. terror. And it was one originally that was going to compete we were going to do an international bracket mm-hmm. with both Tenebrae for the uh, right. let's say Italian Italian flavor, and then a little Osploitation with next of kin with Patrick Swayze. Sadly, no. That we would have brought oh. in him on that one. <laughs> I know. I did that on purpose. Actually, really? <laughs> that's actually another one that you always forget. Bill Paxton's in. Yeah, Liam Neeson and Liam with patrick in the yeah it's I it's not that it's I got not a that. particular set of skills all i know is it's got an incredible synth score and is apparently one of those osploitation <laughs> films that we need an old priest and we need a young priest uh but apparently that is one of those that you need to see i apparently yeah okay yeah yeah so gonna be a first time That's it, a
0: cool, the first time for me too excellent that's the cool thing about friday night Frights. yes
1: And that's why actually to see it, probably, hopefully, I would assume with a number of other Mm first-timers as well. That is the assumption. But, again, we have a well-versed crowd out there that comes up there. Now, the other repertory screening that is happening on the weekend of the 27th. um, So, recently, I watched the movie Men, which (laughs) I can't say Chef's Kiss at this point. But it's definitely another one of those movies that I'm going to do a lot of peripheral viewing with. But uh, my screening of men started with two Red Band trailers, which was pretty rad. But the second Red Band trailer was for David Cronenberg's upcoming film, Crimes of the Future. Future. Yes. And it's been all over the internet, and I have avoided it because I like that blind viewing when I can. Mm -hmm. But I like trailers, and if I'm there, might as well take it in. So I... I don't know if you guys have seen the, the the trailer, but that my first time viewing on the big screen, I'm like, wow, this is a Cronenberg movie. He's definitely back and excited by the people he's seen. So that weekend of the 27th as a warm up, please come out for David Cronenberg's Crash.
0: Not Academy Award winning Crash. No.
1: And another film I guarantee. Random normies are going to assume it's going to be a, that repertory screening. And the moment the first crash hits, because I remember watching this at the Tivoli, not knowing what to expect and getting thoroughly, thoroughly creeped out, not knowing what was going to happen and all the things going where they were after said things happened. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, again, a thousand phobias,
0: thousand fetishes. Yes. I mean, that's what it's about, too.
1: <laughs> so I'm anxious to see it, because I have not watched it in quite some time, and especially haven't watched Titan mm-hmm. so recently, <laughs> I think that one will definitely play well. Now, of course, if you uh, would like to support Screenland, but don't necessarily live here, we've well, got a couple of things that you can do with that. Uh, you can go to ScreenlandOnline.com, where you can rent a variety of films from them, or, more importantly... You can become a member of their film family by going to patreon.com slash screenland, where amongst their many perks, they have a little bit of a watch party, and we mm-hmm. participate. In fact, our latest Shudder shout-out is going to be happening on Saturday, May 28th. Royalty mm-hmm. in the house with this one. Ideally, at least, I should say, royalty in the house, or at least inspired. Ad- right, right. Programmed by. Uh,
0: yes, exactly. What is it? What do they say? It's um, curated. Special curator Jill Six picks
1: absolutely. Jill Gavargazian put together this double feature, featuring her first feature film, The Stylist, mm-hmm. and paired with an Indonesian ghost story, Satan's Slaves. Mm-hmm.
0: I want. I would. This is going to be a first time seeing Satan's Slaves. Me too. I would love to see how this pairing goes.
1: It's it's from it's from it's a it's a it's a Almighty Decree. Right to watch both of these yes absolutely now of course both of those films are streaming on shutter but by joining the Screenland film family you're gonna have an access to what genius what do we say it is it's
0: the home version
1: because we put together a customized pre-show uh genius and i introduced the film uh, we have customized trailer reels for each one of course the post-film discussion where we uh process everything mm-hmm. put things together
0: and i can't wait as soon as you said it was i didn't know it was indonesian so i'm like ooh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh. exactly ooh. exactly that's
1: that one word you throw in now right and it just
0: it's that spice yes it is that indonesian spice it's, that makes everything violent and nice
1: it's quite it's good it's quite good now if we're talking uh film family and
0: patreon genius <laughs> here comes the bronze encounter A Barry's Ding! Ding. That's the first one. (laughs) Not to be confused with dong, because...
1: We'll get to that later. Yep. We'll get to that later. Yep.
0: Now, of course, we
1: do have our own little film family going on a Patreon, and I'd like to think at this point, for as little as a dollar a month, we have something for everyone. In fact, if you just give a dollar a month at our squiddly-diddly tier, uh, here recently, you can hear my thoughts on a number of films at uh, Panic Fest, including Bitch Ass. I like Bitch Ass. Revealer. I like Revealer. And Sleepwalkers.
0: I like Sleepwalkers. <laughs> Clovis for life.
1: Clovis for life. And, of course, then uh, every tier on up, uh, The I've seen that tier. You're actually going to hear Genius and I's thoughts on the recent Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which definitely very horror-centric. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then, of course, on our Another Time. Another place. Tears, you will have our Jason Goes to Hell commentary, which in and of itself was, I believe we introduced a Old Money Jason. (laughs) Old Money Jason. (laughs) It's just as good or as bad as you might imagine there. But, you know, if we're talking our pallies here, uh, at our last Friday night frights, um, we
0: it's, it's all Friday night frights. It's cool to see the parishioners to come to the cathedral, you know. But like, and because they're our film family, they're our pallies, you know. You got to shout them out all the time. But what's even rarer is like when we meet somebody out in the wild.
1: And when we say that, it's someone that we actually have no affiliation with. Right, someone not in our inner circle at that point that actually says, "Hey." Listen to the show. Always a surprise for us.
0: Long-time listener, first-time caller.
1: And you know me, I'm I'm already awkward. Uh, and so when I meet someone that I'm not prepared for, uh, then the public speaking professor in me comes out. So I hopefully didn't come off fake because I was so genuinely happy to meet Daniel. Uh, Daniel Elper came up, and he actually... He is a host of the Cobwebs podcast. They actually look at a number of older genre films.
0: But also, he, Tenebrae was right up his alley. Oh,
1: indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And he came up, mentioned that, uh, you know, loved seeing Tenebrae on the big screen because it played wonderfully. And a nice crowd for it as well. Yes. I was really shocked with
0: Especially that. Especially coming right after uh, Friday the 13th. in uh, 3D, 3D.
1: Which, yeah, had some, some it, it, people here attended that. Uh, but played well and then he came up afterwards and just mentioned he's like hey i'm a fan of the show and that again shocking like wait what do we, what do, we do with this right like, it,
0: you're like I'm sorry and I'm like get out of town <laughs> like we both have our both knee-jerk responses like it's, whatever I yeah. know
1: well thankfully that's why we work as a team because I'll be the self-deprecating one and then you can actually socialize and network and make us seem normal <laughs> but no Daniel thank you man so much for coming out number one of yeah, course and
0: it was fucking rad to meet you dude of course
1: it was it was really nice mm-hmm. now and he's not even a patreon pally that's just a little shout out we give but if you would like us to wax your car or of course have access to any of the stuff that we were talking about Head on over to Patreon.com slash Nightmare Junkhead. Ah, <sighs> long way if you want to get and stop. What is it? It's a long way. To if you, temporary. Oh. No, I was actually, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Is that the ACDC song?
0: I'm trying to remember.
1: Never mind, never mind. Rock and roll has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. Uh, it's a long see, way to get to
0: Brunson. That's just it. There we're will be Brunson. Still... <laughs> God. We're
1: still recovering uh from this year's Panic Fest, Mm -hmm. quite honestly. In fact, the last four episodes at this point have been Panic Fest content. And we knew there was going to be a little bit of gap in episodes to get us into June and then a whole new slew of themes and all that kind of good stuff. Because we
0: got June ready to go.
1: June's ready to go, giant sized. Kai June is coming back, of course. But we had one episode, and it was one of those things where we could go, well, you know what? We could take some time off, get everything mm-hmm. up, or we could just throw a random one out there. So we were like, well, what would work as a random episode? Yeah. And my goodness, there was pro- there's a number of them out there that we could look at, but if we're bringing in post-Panic Fest kind of movie. Right. And especially considering the guests that we have, man. I mean... Panic
0: Fest is all about mixing the genres, (laughs) you know? And I know originally this movie, we had like one of those, I wanted to do like a cop versus serial killer month. A whole month of it. You know, shit like First Power and and whatnot. Because
1: we were coming off that silent Silent rage, Rage Friday Night Mm -hmm. Fright, which,
0: again, a lot of people came out for it. I was shocked. It's the power of Chuck Norris. Speaking of action canon... Yeah,
1: well... Speaking of action, canon, and even a lineup, mm-hmm. I realized that if we're going to talk this film, <laughs> we need to bring in the very
0: people... Yeah, that where it happened. Y- the, that the, were the, there. The suspects, yes. right? <laughs> the usual suspects in this the, case. Uh, the unusual suspects in this case. Because <laughs> when you are dealing with something confounding and confusing as not only this movie, but some of the things in this movie, and you're dealing with Bronson <laughs> you can't take on Bronson alone many no, have tried can. many have failed
1: <laughs> well our first guest you know him as the co-host of the media rewind podcast and when we talk action anything we always bring him in please welcome back to nightmare junkhead Dustin Pryor
2: hey. Hey. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> what's going on guys
1: how are you good sir I am fantastic I apologize, again, we ramble about for a few minutes here, and then just, again, the giggles off screen, or just the
2: the, the sign language going on, it it works. I I apologize for ruining your intro with the laugh of the uh, (laughs) a-hole. I
0: I don't apologize (laughs) for the a-hole.
2: I was was trying to keep it as a surprise, but that just tickled my funny bone. Well, we can't
1: keep our second uh, guest a surprise, because you know him, as the host of the Horrorversary podcast, but of course, more importantly...
0: The ruin of your neighbor's night?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say he actually... <laughs> I guess technically he does wear a many a title, amongst, of course, uh, being the celebrator of the entirety of Brian useless catalog. <laughs> Please welcome back, Adrian Torres. Hey. hey. I hate you guys. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Well, it's...
0: Be a member of society. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny. God damn it. I, well... God, God damn it. Can you imagine, like, Bronson Society? It's all veiny and shit. Like, like, it well, that's like, the problem. It looks like a Snickers in the microwave.
2: Gooey, gooey.
1: You would have had of his, like, him and Jill Ireland back in the 60s and 70s, S-word, and that'd be one thing. But then you get the canon days, and that... And that s-word looks entirely different see i'm not saying it because i have respect for you no i appreciate it. no problem you you guys try to it was just a week two
3: weeks ago because the the last episode was was last week that it came out that you you stuck it
1: to me there too well i i'd like to think at this point i will find a way to give you that sticking Uh uh because it's done out of love I,
3: Mm -hmm. i i understand you know it's it's something that's that's in our our little group and our in our family, you know. So it's it's hereditary at this point. I am a butthead.
1: <laughs> so before we dive into the film, I kind of wanted to look at Ooh, some
0: Bronson's of the hereditary. That would be more like Simon and Simon, but it'd be like Simon and Pyman. <laughs>
3: Charles Bronson's uh, up in the in the in the corner of of the room, staring down.
0: We need you to click. I don't click. <laughs> He's taking his head out of the window. They reach out and touch someone. They they, they
3: they look up and they see Bronson in the corner at night. And he's going, hey, having trouble sleeping? I've never had one. you.
0: Me too.
4: <laughs>
1: the veins on the miniature are probably the toughest things to actually <laughs> piece together. It's
0: <laughs> well... yeah, See, I'll watch Bronson's Hereditary. I'll watch that. Well, let you know
1: what? Let's talk about the body of work. That is the when Charles Bronson, of Charles Bronson. Oh my lord! Because there's many pieces to this movie, and one and of the main ones. For those of you who don't
0: get the, uh, oh, sorry, didn't interrupt, but for those oh of you who yeah. don't get why are you guys talking about vascular system and veins and shit, look up an old Dude. picture of Charles Bronson, yeah. like way back in the day. Yoked. He is just massive. He's like a little miniature mount. He could play Wolverine mm-hmm. if oh, he yeah. was, if if this was back in the day. You, well, you know, you know, back
3: in the day, I, I, this is probably you know ten, twelve years ago. I Can't remember what movie it was, but there was a, a film that had a uh, a beach scene that had Ben Stiller in it, Ikabura. and he had to take off his his shirt. And you're like, why is why is Ben Stiller so jacked? And Charles Bronson's the same way. You've seen him in all these action movies when he's older, but when oh, you see yeah. him younger with the shirt off, you're like.
0: Oh my God! He's yes. gonna kill somebody. He looks like fucking Henry Cavill. Just, just swole. Just swole. He's Charles, Charles in-
3: Bronson putting
1: together a computer.
0: No, I could see Charles Bronson as The Witcher, just instead of like. Mm.
1: Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is, I think there's a large portion of people out there that only know him as the butt of these jokes mm-hmm. or his last days as cannon fodder. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways. But, I mean, I just recently had that chance to see uh, Once Upon a Time in the West for the first time. Oh,
2: fantastic movie.
1: And he is so good. He's funny Mm -hmm. in that movie. Mm -hmm. And he's just so understated, but it works perfectly. And the fact that um, I watched uh, The Mechanic for the first time. And he's glorious in that. When he gets to, like, have fun in his films. Have you seen
0: the remake of The Mechanic?
1: Is that with Statham? Yes. It's with Jason, Jason Statham.
0: Can you imagine like somehow like the worlds cross like the multiverse like hello. E. <laughs> <laughs> just well, like kind of like the Eden exchange. The and problem Jason
1: Well, the problem is though, man, like in the mechanic, like there's like the opening shot. Mm-hmm. It's just like 5 minutes of no sound but his hair it's Kurt Russell-esque glorious, so I love the striking contrast between that and then the bald dome of Statham. His,
2: his hair had
1: veins. <laughs> <laughs> well, they then were, there were veins. <laughs> they were just
0: extensions. <laughs> Pantene they were polycle- Pro-V.
2: Fever veins. Do
1: you think actually that's the uh, the uh, the inspiration of that one segment in Body Parts? Body came Parts. Miss
0: uh, Stacy Keach. Like I don't, I've, I don't know. I don't know, know which like cop. Me. Right. I don't know which cop I trust more. Fucking Charles Bronson or surgeon Sedanko. But. I just like to think
1: like Stacy Keach probably partied with him back in the 80s. Like I don't think Chuck would like us to talk about this stuff. It's <laughs> a little sensitive about it.
0: Who well, is he pulling a Robert Forrester? It's an anti forrester
1: <laughs> I'm not really sensitive about my locks. Cause keep talking about it. Keep
0: gawking about it.
1: it. It's it's also unsettling to see him minus his facial hair, as well, which yeah. he is minus without yeah. in Once Upon a Time Upon in the time, West. Right. But he is one of but those. He still people- looks old. Well, I'm telling you, well, yeah, but
3: he's but he's able to it's weird because in that film, he's able to do more with his eyes, yes. you know, well, because you're 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 focusing on that because you don't have the the mustache, which is. Always, it's it's always five hairs. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like you, you kind of notice it. Like in this movie, there's a there's a part where whoever was doing like his trimming, or maybe he didn't allow anybody, so it was just him. But he had a couple hairs on the right side that were drooping down longer than everything else.
0: He should curl it up like like some snidely whiplash. You will give me the deed. Your land will be mine, my dear. Where he's got like somebody tied up to a big sawmill. Well, and it, I should say this. How many of do you remember
1: your first Charles Bronson film? Mm-hmm. It's like he's always, always... been around. Exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. always exactly. been
0: around. And Like it's... watching Death Wish on 62, you know, or fucking. <laughs> wait, wait, what was it, like
1: 15 minutes long? Yeah.
0: And it was like Death Wish 2. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's just it. I think because he was always in genre cinema for the most part. Yeah. That. He's like that guy that your dad liked, or your dad that your granddad liked. Yeah, the Dirty Dozen. Yes. I yeah.
2: Mean, that was a that was one of my dad's
0: staples on like the weekends. Anybody yeah. who's been in a movie with Lee Marvin is okay in the old school. But, <laughs> Very you true. You know what I'm saying? Very true.
1: And that's just he's old school. Yeah. As we would say, he he has a lot of chustle on mm-hmm. him. He's old school badass, and even in his days with Cannon. He was an old man badass. I mean, you almost got, like, geriatric exploitation in a yeah. way with some of those. So
0: not to sound like, I mean, current things aside, whatever, but Bronson's later days with canon was kind of Kind of almost like the some of the br- later Bruce Willis movies, yeah. right? Just yeah. action, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like he's probably a little bit too long of the tooth to be making action movies, but he's still making action movies. Yeah, he
2: still has the name draw. Right. He's yeah. just not doing the same kind of things that he was doing in his younger and years. And like
0: Bronson and Willis, if he's still making action movies, I'll still at least check it out. Well,
1: and that's just it. I mean, if you go back and look at like the Death Wish catalog, mm-hmm. yeah. the the Death Wish franchise. Part three is probably the peak.
0: Part three is fucking rad. Just
1: in terms of the insanity and mm-hmm. getting him at the point where he can still handle this. He
0: shot the giggler. <laughs> hey, It's kind of ironic that
2: Genius mentions Death Wish because Bruce Willis was in the, the, right. the remake. I will yeah. die on the hill of I liking that movie. I
0: liked it a lot, too.
2: Adrian? For
1: the Death Wish? On the remake, actually. I'm curious. Oh, I, I didn't see it. I, I still. It's an I've seen that for me.
2: I liked it. It was entertaining. Don't go into it thinking you're going to see a Bronson death wish. No. No, no, Thinking you're going to go see a Willis death wish. That's uh,
0: fair. If you want to see a good Bronson death wish remake, see Death Sentence that Bacon. Yes. 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 That is the more faithful
3: death wish remake. It is. And and Bacon's great in that film. Yeah, The places that he goes. Mm
1: -hmm. Have any of you watched any of those films with that guy that is that Bronson lookalike? That he's. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and got I mean, he looks just like him, and he is mm-hmm. making these off kilter. Like, they're not calling him like, um, uh, oh god, what's his name in Death Wish? Um, uh,
2: oh, uh, Kersey. Kersey, yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: But they're calling him like Curse Lee or something <laughs> like that. It, but and he's doing like death. Death wishes. I mean, it's just yeah. off culture. It's almost it's like an like asylum. like a murderous
2: genie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is your wish? Wish but death you, is. You but wish he's... you had better veins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he is capitalizing <laughs> on the spirit like of exploitation. Yes, yeah. very a much in that vein. Again. Yeah, no, it was in called called that vein.
3: Bronze vein. Yes. <laughs> bronze De- exploitation. De- death kiss, kiss. Death kiss. Thank you. There kiss. it is. Yeah. yeah. Death kiss. No, it's it's unreal. We... Robert Robert Bronzy. Is his, his name. We
1: need to probably watch
3: one of those.
0: Oh wow. I, Hungarian I hear... born performer Hung so he's basically <laughs> oh, almost oh, yeah, like Turkish dude. death yeah. wish. Yeah.
2: Do they have it, Indiana Jones music in this one? Is Escape da, 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 Escape da, 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 from da, da, Death Block
3: thirteen. Oh wow. The Gardener.
2: Instead of the once, mechanic, once, dude I Once upon
3: t- Once Upon a Time I, in Deadwood.
2: I hate to say it, but I'm probably gonna watch some of those, these movies. Yeah, I mean, I mean that sounds
0: like they're <laughs> cool movies. Because you know what? Some of those knockoffs they're insane over top insane. If if Bronson himself I, is over in a cartoon, I can't even imagine what like Turkish Bronson is like. Dude, I'm looking at like
2: one of the promo posters for Death Kiss and it looks like Charles Bronson is John Wick. Yep. So I mean, I'm on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll report back tomorrow. <laughs>
3: Ex- well, Exorcist to c- Vengeance. Welcome to the Continental,
0: Mr. Wick. Eee, can you take my dug in do? <laughs> Here's a gold coin for you. Flip, 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 flip.
1: Honestly, i I guess I'd rather have the Turkish Bronson than Turkentown Bronson, just in terms of doing like a CGI. <laughs> yeah.
2: All, all I gotta say I is I think I, we, we did the Atkins diet. I think Media Rewind now has the Bronson diet. <laughs> no way. The, the, only it's only segment. It's the Bronson <laughs> brunch. Just there like we go. just little
3: just smaller <laughs> chunks instead of a full <laughs> diet. Like yeah. it's, instead of Burt Ends, you're just eating the gristle. <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
0: It's like in it fucking the great outdoors. Exactly. That, that's that's all that's left is gristle and chustle. <laughs> yes. Eat it. Come on, John Candy. Come on, Fat Boy. He's over there, like fucking poking and prodding shit. <laughs> so here's another question
1: for you all, since you're definitely the the target audience for this. Would number one should we get that guy to star in the next Expendables? Hell yes. Okay, so like should his <laughs> yeah, agent be uh, calling Stallone? Some of those people only need five minutes in it, you know. Mm-hmm. But number two, does Bronson or Bronson based films would they appeal to a modern modern or arti- art, a little audience? Some of them, some of them, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I think it, it, I think
3: it depends on what period you're you're looking at and and stuff like that
0: and it also depends on like what audience because like you know for example you show the same people the same movie death wish one is going to hit different than two then three three, then four four. yeah so you know it all depends on the people in the time period and of course what flavor they're used to if they're not looking for assault then maybe the death wish series is not for them especially two one two three and four
3: so I mean, you've got the the war movies that people could lean to in there, in Dirty Dozen, yeah. uh, Battle of the Bulge, right. and The Great Escape. You have people who could lean towards some of the um, westerns yeah. th- that he was in, and um, you have something like Canon is 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 one of those film companies that people seek out th- their movies when they come out with all the different boutique Blu rays that are out there. You have you know different Canon films popping up here and there, so I, I think... But, I mean, it's, it's again, it's going to depend on your field,
2: and it's going to be more so for the people who are aficionados. Your Bronson mileage may vary. Hey, yeah. if you're talking about Canon. I mean, guilty as charged. I just picked up the slinger cut of Cyborg from a German boutique place. <laughs> 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 Thank God for regionalist
1: DVD and Blu-ray players. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's time to cross that bridge into Canon country, and Canon was... Country.
0: Canon, some of those production houses, you know you were in good hands. You know you were going to dig whatever they were going to put out. And
1: we've also many times at this point talked. There are certain logos out there where you will have this Pavlovian Mm -hmm. response and canon, whether it's the blood red version that we saw. Which is a rarity. It is. Or the classic. The, the blue the coming and like, together, chrome. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, oh. The
0: almost OCP-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes.
1: But that was a sign, at least for me back in the day, was it was indicating one of three things. You were probably going to see a movie with a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. You are probably going to see a movie with a lot of boobs. Mm-hmm. And you were probably going to see a movie with a ninja or
2: two.
0: <laughs> and bullets. And bullets. Can, blood, can, I, can I add another point
2: to that? You were probably going to go see that
0: movie at 7 o'clock and still be out by 9.30. Yeah. <laughs> you'll probably catch that oh. movie at the Dollar Show. Yeah, And then a couple of, like about a year later, you'll catch that movie on Channel 62. Yeah, and,
2: and I, please, all, all of your listeners, I don't want them to ever think that, at least speaking for myself, I know mm-hmm. you guys have, have mentioned it multiple times. I will never bag on Canon. No, the, no. You know, a lot of people no. say, oh, it's a Canon movie. And I'm like,
0: hey, it's a awesome. Canon movie. Well, awesome. <laughs> we will See, never speak ill of Canon. Yeah. And, and if but, we do,
3: it's because we love. Yeah. If you want to look historically at, at Canon and how they were doing things, they were is you have a couple, well, I guess one studio that kind of does the same things thing. Just, you, you had people who, you know, the producers who were putting together films that had aging stars, mm-hmm. that they know that they could put in, you know, some action and stuff like that, but that they would also have slightly bigger, more out-there movies that felt just adjacent from the AAA films. But they would, you know, produce, let's say, like 10 movies a year or so with the hope that one of them struck and made that movie t- so that they had the money to make the financing. And nope, Whereas, then- like, nowadays you, you have... Uh, the company stx entertainment does kind of the same thing is that like they've done some movies you know that that people uh would know like they did 21 bridges they they've did uh molly's game uh but then uh they've got like the bad moms but then they have stuff like Mm -hmm.
2: my spy
0: do do i see mile 22 on there yeah Mile mile 22 oh no i'm familiar with uh, they have a lot of dollar dollar tree yeah uh Titles that I part and partake in, but but the, Greg, but, you the,
2: laugh. That's a glorious movie. No, 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 but no. I love the. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love the joy no. though, man. No. Well, like, see, okay. that's the
0: Great thing about canon. Fucking a lot of like what kind of long what Adrian is saying. What that a lot of studios will put all their eggs in this basket. Yes, you know, exactly. They'll be like okay, yep. we're gonna put all of our money and bet. Like, roll the dice on this one. Yeah. Fucking Cannon's like, you know what? We're going to spread our eggs everywhere. We're going to rob Peter to pay Paul and hope one of them hits. Exactly. We're going to throw we're as much put, money as yeah. we can We're going to put all can these a a movies dozen. into a basket and throw them yeah. against the yeah. wall. Instead of, instead of spending like uh, $24 million to make a big blockbuster, let's spend uh, $2 and make 12 exactly. mini blockbusters but, that will hit video. But I'm going to make a,
3: a, a D mad here for, for a second because we called out mile hold, hold 22. Me hold me so back. So I, I, do, I do have to mention... The thing about that movie, because it's a film that lots of people didn't see, and when I saw the movie at a screening, when I got to the end, I was like, "God damn it! That's the entire reason why this movie exists, so that someone could have cognitive cognitive dissidents for the rest of their life." because it stars Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. there's a character that John Malkovich plays in the movie who goes by mother and one of the final <laughs> lines of the movie has <laughs> has a character says says to him turns to him cuz it's supposed to be when a twist happened. he goes hey say hello to your mother yeah, for say me say hello to your mother yeah and it's i guarantee you that moment is there so that anytime anyone makes the the Andy Samberg joke mm-hmm. to to Mark Wahlberg it's so he can be like oh they liked my old 22 and when it got to that scene I'm like that's the entire
2: reason that's that that had to hey, be in there. I, I'd do it, too. If I, I could I, visit Mark Wahlberg, he's Mark, you Mark. Mark. I'd love me some Lauren Cohen, and she's in the movie. So, That's true. you know, there we so, go. Let's, so let's We, go, right we got to bring it back yeah, to Media yeah, Rewind right in, a, in, a, in a way, you know? Well, I, I,
1: I, as evidence, we obviously all have a lot of love for Canon. Yes. And the films they produced. And I would say this. If uh, any of you are not familiar with the, the work of that or just the the life. The,
2: the diversity of yeah. their work.
1: Yeah. Or just also the chaos that was the Canon Company is a great documentary. Electric
0: Boogaloo, <laughs> yes, rise and fall of Canon. Yeah, uh,
1: the same folks that brought about uh, not quite Hollywood with the yeah. uh Machete Maiden, Ma- Maidens Unleashed, I believe. Yeah, it's a great insight, and it, more than anything though, it should give you like this list of canon mm. films that you need to see because they produced a lot of like we kept going, oh shit, they they forgot yeah. they did that. The
0: it, Hooper trilogy.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: Well, yeah, Firewalker, exactly one of my favorite Sunny Landham appearances. Right, <laughs> I,
3: I I think that would fall still under the, the the quintessential canon. But like, okay, we just
2: mentioned STX, and, and to bring you back, STX did did Den of Thieves. Oh, uh, okay. I heard they're getting a they're getting a sequel to Den of Thieves, and I'm all on board. Yeah, I Den like of Den, of, Den of, of Thieves. But but, but t- to cool. do
3: the to do the opposite side, so Canon had had stuff like Runaway Train. Right. Yes. Yeah. So they they did have, you know, you do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but they have these movies that, 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 like I said, they might not have been commercial successes, but like you look at people now, people weren't really talking about Dennis. Thieves when it came out. You see all these people now who are like, have you seen this movie? Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. And it's it's like that with movies like Runaway Train and several other ones that came out from canon that they, they put out and
0: they flew under the radar and then people find the movies and they're like, oh my God, this is fucking great. Kind of bringing it back to um, this month, Canon is the equivalent of Panic Fest. Like when you saw that logo, <laughs> yep. if you're a genre lover, you knew yeah. that you're even for the high classy shit. Yeah. It was like, okay, it's high classy, but it probably going to be sleazy too at a point. You yeah. know, so like, or like, oh, it's really like there's some A-list stars, but they're probably going to get really violent. <laughs> so like it was always cool to see, like you said earlier, that Canon stood for that big C stood for comfort. Yeah.
3: But you got fucking fifty-two pickup. Yeah, that they made with with Anne <laughs> Margaret in Roy uh, <laughs>
1: Vanities in that one, right?
3: I think so. I, I can I can check. But I, I mean, are, that's a yeah, mean, that's yeah, that's but, but the fact that they got the two of them, you know, it's that's unreal. a big one. It John Glover's in that one. John, oh, Clarence Williams, III. Oh, God damn the third. Oh, goddamn! Yeah, shit. vanity the is shit. in it, and then somebody who who will tie everything I back together because I know we want to go Jones down the Bronson. right road here. Kelly Preston. Oh, Kelly Paul, which okay, that
1: was that's a, a moment. surprise. Yeah, did we did we react that way the first time we no, watched? I don't know. I don't think no, we I did. Like that's the second time viewing. Put it together. So it should be noted. This is a great way of finally combining Charles Bronson and Canon films into our talk of ten to midnight.
0: Horror adjacent. We're dealing with yeah. horror versus slasher.
1: Because that's my first question: Is this horror? And if you all had your video store what section is it going to be in because we always occasionally we'll have to defend even though it's our own show <laughs> right. the stuff that we're talking i think this is an easy no-brainer horror horror jason film
3: it's a it's a slash ah. i would say it's one of those uh, crime slash
0: thriller slash horror it's it's horror action <laughs> action yes. yes action i definitely would think so if I was if I had my blockbuster right, all my Venn diagram movies would be kind of be in the corner, you know. So Those are the really good ones, right, where right? the two shelves come together. So like here's yeah. horror, here's action. Ten to Midnight would be more on the action side, but still in the corner, because it's more of a cop procedural, and it's not more horror. It's not supernatural, as in like Silent Rage, Rage or yeah. The First Power, right. or even like anything of, of that ilk. This is more of a cop versus like a regular slasher. This yeah. is horror in the terms of uh, Silence of the Lambs is horror. Yeah, and it's got some definite thriller aspects to it too. Yeah. I mean the like the
2: the the bed siege and everything like that. That was tense. Mm-hmm. That was hella tense.
1: And it goes back to the fact that this was our second time viewing and
0: I often talk about the first viewing we had to say, and hey, we got to talk about this. Oh movie. no, yeah. right? We all got to talk this, about this. This is this is what
3: like three years. Yes, coming yeah. Because
1: right let's go back to the you know a little three years back in the basement. The Blu-ray came out, <laughs> and I think when we all heard that Ten to Midnight was coming out on Blu-ray, we realized this is one we're going to want to watch together, mm-hmm. and. There is something about those magical first time viewing experiences. Again, we celebrate that. And yes, would it have been wonderful to see it in the theater? Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But> there, However, <laughs> there's some things
0: that you can say and experience at a home viewing with your friends that shouldn't be said or yelled out in the in theater. In polite mixed company, in Not public? Even, oh, no, in no, polite mixed company, it's just theater etiquette. Yes. you know. Right. Yes, no, I As, as we've seen in this movie, there's a lot of bad theater <laughs> etiquette going on in it already. <laughs> you don't want to be that creep. Yeah, no. this is almost in feel-o-vision. Or, feel or yeah, Don't want to be the
1: creep in the theater. But you can be that creep at home. Right, right. <laughs> and when things happen and when <laughs> we react and when
0: we all just react to certain things. Well, like, in, like, so for example, in Mandy. Oh, God. When it was like, and Bill Duke is Carruthers. Like, I think all of us are like, hey! Hey. And then here in this movie, we're watching 10 to Midnight. And like, okay, credits, Charles Bronson. Uh, Some people we don't know. You can't recognize the name. A bunch bunch of that guys later, as we find out later. But then it was like, and Wilfred Brimley. Hey! Hey. (laughs) It's the right thing to do and a tasty way to do it.
2: Check your blood sugar. Check it often. Right. Sponsored in part by Nightmare Junkhead.
1: Magical. Magical. And from (laughs) that moment I think we all started on a journey, yeah, right? <laughs> well, I mean,
3: w- with Wilford Brimley, you kind of have to because for half the scenes or three quarters of the scenes, he's wearing a cowboy hat.
0: I'm but they're to in on a horse.
3: That they're in L.A. or the, they're in, they're in California.
0: It, part of the Montana thing, transplant. I
1: guarantee you probably just walked in on on set and they're like, uh, "Mr. Brimley, can you remove the hat?" And,
0: no, out of my cold dead hands, you can pry
1: it off. <laughs> <on> my head. <laughs> Take what? that
0: ridiculous thing off. <laughs> takes off his mustache. You happy?
1: It also should be noted he's probably in his like probably like young forties, early forties. But he looks
0: in his grizzled sixties. He's he, he's another one like Bronson, consistently old. I think Bronson looks younger than him he in does. this movie by he a does. by a net's pair. Just like <laughs>
1: well, we talk about like
0: the well, hard. You know, why,
1: you know why he looks so young and virile? <laughs> When well, we talk about the, the hardened chustle that you get with Bronson, do you think with, with, with Brimley, is it the hardened chustle or
0: is no, it more the gelatinous? No, no it's, it's, more it's, the gelatinous. it's more gelatinous. Nothing, nothing stops the Brimley. Or not because Joe he's Latinx, not just but... eating
2: regular Quaker oatmeal. He's like yeah. probably dumping some stuff in the Quaker oatmeal, it's like a like... lot of cinnamon, a lot of sugar.
0: It's kind of like the Joe Don shudded... Baker. He's just yeah. got that upper body strength. It's just like and he's wearing an effing cowboy hat, right? He, <laughs> he probably he can probably he's more like a brawler. He's not like a Hagar, where like if he yeah. gets you in a hug, bear hug, it's fucking over. And you because he you know he's wrestled some calves and wrestled a horse down to the ground in his day, and know. you know he's a lot the
3: same age as bronson because th- for the majority of the film everyone else has actual suits and they're the two who their jackets never match their pants
0: no because no, uh, they don't care they're fucking they're it workers. was on sale they're the one everybody else is modern and this almost feels like they're two dinosaurs in this modern world even in the cop shenanigans because bronson and even brimley doesn't want him to but bronson's like things these to be better you know I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, they're breaking rules,
2: you know, kind of skirting the law. And he's like,
0: "God damn it, Bronson, that's not the right thing to do. It's not a tasty way to do it. You're not all right, dude." Do we
1: do we think this was an influence on a No Country for Old Men? <laughs> no Country for <laughs> Old Bronson?
2: Hey, friend do
0: Right? the details, friend friendo. I had a dream last night. How much have you ever lost on the coin house? <laughs> <Yes. pass.
2: laughs> Brunson with a cow with a cattle gun <laughs> made, again
1: made better quite possibly uh, this is directed by Jay Lee Thompson yep and yeah yeah my goodness you look you talk about pedigree and class mm-hmm. the, the normal clout we don't usually bring with the podcast holy smokes this guy is probably responsible for all of your favorites grandparents and folks <laughs> movies we're talking the guns of freaking navarone yeah
0: yep that's well that's another canon staple bringing these old yes. old mm-hmm. hollywood that haven't worked in years and they're like you know what if i want to make a couple more movies like i could use the money they're like okay cool cecil billy DeMille, Demille, you want to come and make a movie <laughs> we'll give you enough cash for it all right cool and then here's the thing some of these old directors probably have like Like, I don't want to say old person sticker shock, but like $45,000 is... Oh, you can make a whole entire three movies for that (laughs) back in the day. And a picture show, you know? And so, but they're for Canada, like, yeah, $45,000, you can make a movie. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Fucking, there's like fucking... Uh, old timer directors biting on coins and shit, making <laughs> rad ass fucking movies, making rad ass fucking doing why they're old school Hollywood mo- style directors in the first place. Well, and the
1: fact that he actually continued into the 80s as well because uh, happy birthday they, to me, to that's me, I was gonna which yeah. you've talked about before yeah. and, on I mean, the show, he did
3: the original Cape Fear, yeah, and, and maybe, then oh. uh, of course, uh. One that for only the dorks out there is I mean, a, it, the reincarnation of Peter Proud, and I know he's going to jump in here. The White Buffalo and, and, Firewalker. And, and Firewalker, and Firewalker. Yeah, I mean, it's Firewalker,
0: like... another <laughs> canon classic.
3: But but, but I mean, yeah, that's the thing is that's crazy. crazy. that
1: he teamed up with with Bronson a, a whole bunch, yes. and it works really well. I like the collaboration, uh, but it's really kind of crazy the fact that this works as well as it does. But also, it's I think it works better in this kind of environment because yeah.
0: it's well. Plus, we have like it's it's kind of rare that we have second viewing Rick Dalton moments, you know, where we're like, <laughs> like oh wait, yeah, that's that's Kelly Preston. Kelly, oh, Jimmy wait, Lewis. she's from Leviathan. Oh, wait, wait, oh. it's Carmine Philippi. Oh, it's professional hobo, the second best hobo in the world. Well, <laughs> even
1: when at the very begin, at the very beginning, the very first scene when that one old guy. Starts spiking the camera in the background. <laughs> Starts looking at
0: the background, it's almost very pieces. It was like you it's like you need to watch the background characters. Cause this guy's talking about like I'm this the Springwood slasher. I'm the one killing Meanwhile this old man's just looking <laughs> Watching the action, laughing along. Uh, don't look at the camera, pops. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. My scene. Uh, there's even like you'll see like an ad probably on the background, putting stuff in his bag, like <laughs> like, like, like when you're jingling keys in front of a kid <laughs> to get to, to look to take a picture. So, <laughs> look, kids, grandpa was in a movie.
1: <laughs> and
0: it's pro- for- not yet.
1: Well, you thank God he, he was also
3: forty two when he was in the film. So. <laughs> that's what, what Brimley or that no. guy, <laughs> the, the guy in the background.
1: Everybody was old in this movie. Well, that's just it because then from this from this viewing, our second viewing, it immediately again took us on another journey where yeah. we were taking in all these other little details <laughs> that made it memorable, and that I can't recommend this movie enough. But and I also want to give a real quick shout out to the uh, Who the Hell Is This For podcast. Uh, they have also <laughs> talked about this film, and in fact, I believe Ty. Uh, introduced this... Is Demer whom? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess Ty introduced this film to his dad, and his dad was a big Charles Bronson fan. <laughs> and it was a gap in his Bronson filmography, and of course,
0: that scene hits, and... I mean, the first time the naked the naked from- slasher comes out, I mean, you're like, Whoa, this is not your grandfather's Charles Bronson. <laughs> 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 well, I mean,
1: from the get go, where do, where do we start? Because I've got a number of ways to look into this.
3: Well, <laughs> the
0: I, this I think funny it, thing is, that it says on the IMDb, more like this. Savage Streets is one of the. Good <laughs> oh
3: no! Well, no, because because that's what I was going to say. Is that that we we have to? That there's lots of stuff to joke about. There, there's the killing and everything. But, but it's we a good do movie, yeah. But we, I mean, we we have to. We we can't just say, oh, it's a good movie, and have a whole bunch of people go into it. That we do have to mention that part of the reason. Why it works and it's entertaining is because it's it, it grabs your attention, but then it does have that grime of sleaze on it. Oh, it's it's very never, grime. It's, it's it's never to the full point of graphic exploitation, but it still has that that grime on it. Plus, I know that we're going to get into. But you wanted a way to start the nudity.
0: Cool. Yeah. Uh, so fucking. It, it's it's a block away from Forty Second Street. It's Forty Third Street. Like they're showing that's the first run theater. Yeah. That's you know, they're like, Okay, cool, we'll show it here at the mainstream, but <laughs> it can kind of also play down in our
1: sister theater, that's the dollar show. Yeah. If we do this as a Friday night fright, you will walk the through the beaded curtain. They just the the won.
3: I mean, in, in the movie, the way that it looks geographically is you actually have the arrow theater that, that they're in where they shot and name then, drop too. Yeah. And then a couple blocks away is where they have my, my favorite named Uh, Theater that's just (laughs) honest because
0: it's called adult movie theater. Adult movie theater. Bronson was 61 at the time of this. Yeah. Holy
1: shit. That's. (sighs) He's not disinterested in the movie. In fact. He's he's (laughs) more than interested in the movie. He's He's
0: befuddled. He's befuddled Bronson. He's just like, hey. Okay. Learn something new every day.
1: I'm impressed. We are 48 minutes in. (laughs) Restraint. Congratulations to every single one of you, because bad Bronson impressions aside, the minute, the second, the nanosecond, people see this movie in the thing. There is one meme, one gif, <laughs> one image that is burned into your retina in the two, back of the brain. Two, 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 two because, because it because shows up one in, two is the,
0: in the When he first finds it. And then the second one is when he confronts the when killer. When he interrogates. Right. Yeah. So it's Berates. a multiple, it's an arc. It's a story arc for this device. Yeah. Like, one... do you think it, like,
2: if this would have been remade, like, in the internet era? Like, Bronson goes home and he, like, Googles does the, it? He does the hunting and pecking, like, with one, one finger. And and no! He's like, he has What to do... is this for? He and he looks to, at yeah. Google, and, like, all of a sudden, he's like, Siri, what is this for? It's for it jet
0: Thinking off, right? And then, like, next he has thing to you reverse know, image his, search it. Next thing you know, his algorithm is all fucked up, and every time he tries to Google, like, you search this, would you like to see more? No, up no. On it, his
2: Amazon algorithm is like, you 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 search for this, could we send you a, a horse semen <laughs> ejaculator? <like> he actually <laughs> yeah. bought
0: four of them. Yeah, yeah. he, he, he was trying to look like, at it. I do I do this. He goes buy it daughter, now. How do I work these Googles? The in, the internet doesn't work. Emma, who is this Alexa that keeps talking to me? I'm gonna find her and I'm gonna put an end to her, right? And like fucking, like oh he, God,
2: dude, it literally writes itself. It's for,
0: it is for jacking off.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I think we broke the, Greg. The, the only
3: way, just... the only way he could stab her is if his knife was a, or if his penis was a knife.
1: God damn, it's yes. This is why the movie is gold. It's. Bronson's bewilderment to this thing and yes. from the get-go it has <laughs> brought us so much entertainment has brought about so much again but that seems. Also it's- sad at the same time because before he
3: does that whole thing, he he berates him for being a virgin, right? And he throws oh, yeah.
0: him up too. Like yeah. this is like anti-law and order. Yeah. This is like this is like if
2: Sam Watterson also- just starts punching somebody in the right. face.
0: L- Olivia Benson there for this shit. You know what I'm saying? This is like one of the well special,
2: when a cop goes bad. Here's 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 the
3: other thing. How early? Did uh, Leo Kessler, who who Charles Bronson plays, how early did he have to get there to put the device in the table and then make sure that they use that interrogation room? Like they're taking him into a interrogation what's, room, what's and he's like, bag, no, 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 this, doesn't. this, 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 uh, this room's busy right now. I, I farted in there. We have to take him. <laughs> we have to take him into the plumber. Number said one, a leak.
0: I'm telling you, he's so bewildered. I'm sure he tried to like at one time before he brought it from home. He's like. Let's see what all the rave is about. Right? And he's just trying to figure out how it works and shit. And like I was telling you, man, like you probably next thing you know, you've seen a scene where like the lights are flickering. He hey, fell over a table. Hey. He, 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 he
3: invites his uh, his daughter over for, for dinner and he opens the door and in the background on the floor, she sees it going there's fucking
0: ruts and shit in the in the flooring. Man, I'm telling you again, question
1: What is it? Because he carries that bewilderment. You can tell he has talked to every single detective. He has <laughs> brought in. This
0: is what is it? You know, and and basically, it looks like. Is it's it a like MacGyver-esque this, kind of thing? It's like a prototype. It's Tetsuo's flushlight. It's just like Tetsuo's this. <laughs> flush- it's just like this weird. It looks like one of those like old school hair dryers, but then attached to like this weird. You remember those things that you used to try to grab back in the day? The, those toys called the water snakes, and then like you try to thing pick they them used up in they like would street tra- trash. And then you'd pick them up, and they like just kind of flop around. Yeah. Like, ah, this is fun. Like you'd be trading like five tickets at like Fun Factory and shit for that little thing, right? It looked like that attached to like this monstrosity. Those old school like hand mixers that they would make like like industrial vats of like cake batter and shit back in like the 20s this big plug-in thing it it brings it brings so many terrible things yeah i was gonna say it
3: brings a whole new name or a whole new meaning to rubbermaid (laughs) or fun (laughs) factory
0: right (laughs) it's been jacking off is what it's for it doesn't matter what its form and function is we know what it does we know the gist of it K- kitche- kitchen Aid and Slot B.
3: <laughs> kitchen and Rubbermaid got together to make the worst creation.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Fucking Black and Decker and Holmes.
4: <laughs>
0: Black and Decker and John Holmes. Yeah. Awful.
1: That is awful. What has happened here? That's, I guess, the beauty of. But see, even even before that is, part,
0: that's like the halfway part. But yeah. before it, we see, okay, we think it's going to be a Charles Bronson movie because we don't see any crimes happening. But when the crime happens, all of a sudden, this guy takes his clothes off and just goes on a killing spree. He goes Noon. buck wild. Nude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After like some of the worst theater etiquette ever, and you're like, why is this guy completely naked? Chasing after other naked people, and there's a lot of fucking nudity in this movie. Well, wasn't
2: this before DNA? Like everybody started like getting like, oh yeah, blood and eighty three, you know. yeah. Uh, Even though
1: that comes into play yeah. in the movie. Well, there you you said it right away. There's a lot of nudity in this film. So yeah. in terms of with females, a classy score, very cla- actually very canon-esque, because there's some very Revenge of the Ninja s stuff. Yeah. with the synth. If you
0: liked this scene in American Psycho
1: when he chases her, <laughs> naked, you will love this movie. Okay, let's talk about the nudity here. Let's uh, again, yes. if there's a
0: lot of full
1: frontal female nudity, get that out of the way. A lot,
0: and a lot of hairy naked man ass. <sighs> a lot of hairy naked man ass. I mean, like, like full. You can
1: like very close up naked hairy man ass. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, <laughs> the thing that everyone out there is at that that knows.
0: Do, Do we have to break it out? Do right. we have
1: to break out that one particular gong here? And it was really funny. Early on, I immediately I broke mine out, and then all of a sudden we had some some judges issues out there. Going, the Russian, I don't the know. East You're Russian
0: the... judge is like, eh. <laughs>
1: I don't know how to do the dong here.
0: Yeah.
3: And yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean if they don't, then they get close and they at least show manbush a couple times. Oh, yeah. yeah, you see man you, you see a lot of like manscaping,
0: right? Yeah, L- or lack thereof. Lack of, yeah.
1: <laughs> but do we argue though, because we've we have established Shadow Dong count. Shadow Dong does count. Mm-hmm. Which technically we did
2: eventually. Right. But I still think the little bit, the little that peen little that tip, we got. But see, that was just a
0: flickering a tip. It was just like. I mean, it was no Terminator or Schwarzenegger. <laughs> well, nothing is. And it's no advent calendar. This was more, more so along the lines of uh, Color of Night. That's true, but no, because he even Color of Night, I will I will bang the gong dong for Color of Night. But like that one, it was just like a flip, like a flickering, because he was running and it was just a flop. You just yeah. see like the head flop basically.
3: But otherwise, what what did you notice or what did you call out film title wise several times in the movie because of the strategic placement of foliage or yeah, it bad was arms. very
0: Austin Powers like. <laughs> it was very. I was yeah. waiting for it. do 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 do. Do 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 do, OBA. Because he, he's, he's got the he's got the do, light do, bush do, do, do. that's in front of him
3: at one point when he when he yeah the bed rail uh, when he when he in the like, bathroom when killing, you think
0: like okay it's full frontal he's coming out and he's gonna kill that girl yeah there's like a bush yeah. right there a bush in front of the bush <laughs> and you're just like man I mean then it's not like, <laughs> it's like, some, like
2: <laughs> never
0: mind that's okay it's okay to be upset because we were all like ah. Right. It's like we wanted to bang the gong. We wanted to T-Rex Just, it, you know? So <laughs> we didn't get a chance. And not that it the blacks of the movie, because I mean, we'll still definitely give it a ding for Shadow Dong and like the flick of the tip. Yeah. But speaking because of flick of the tip, but it's appropriate that we give it the Kentucky Fried... Gong dong where we bang it and, and then the tip, fl- the, the flies, tip off. flies off. That's appropriate. <laughs> that is <That's> very appropriate. <laughs> but I Buckus! Because we got a lot of that too. <laughs> <laughs> got, I d- even I d- in the party when we got like full on close up of uh, Leo <laughs> Leo's Rossi. Aho!
3: <laughs> but I, I think oh, there's a chance that it could be there and if we were more paying attention. But in, in some of those scenes when he's stalking, it becomes genuinely creepy like especially in in that in that in that final climax in the in the nurses room and everything that he's still menacing when he's going after them all and has that even terrifying when he's remorseful at that one point and he basically kills an extra person just out of being pissed off that he accidentally killed somebody
0: also think about it this way say like say you're you're at in a regular horror movie regular slasher yeah What's more terrifying, a person in a mask and a jumpsuit coming at you with an the, axe yeah, exactly. or a naked person with coming at rubber you with gloves? The axe. Yeah. And that's it. Right? That's significantly more terrifying than any like a cream little bit in of mask, uh, baby like, powder or talcum fuck? powder on right? them. Right? Yeah, hopefully just
1: on the gloves. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's just it. This is something you don't see every day in terms no. you don't see this cosplayed Guarantee <laughs> at any convention, yeah. unless it's one of those like hedonistic ones that we're not, you know, invited to, right?
0: At like Hedon Con or something,
1: you Burning know, Man this... after dark, but it's very memorable, and like you said, very American psycho esque. Uh, yeah. I mean, at that point, now some of the other stuff that was definitely highlights for me is his karate poster
2: yeah. of himself and it's,
1: and it's not a picture it's a poster hey Greg, bow to your sensei <laughs> I didn't want to take a roundhouse with those bad boys not being on in that case yeah starla uh oh they're they're coming for us we're talking about this film I know and that's just it but it's like little little things like that the ninja
2: poster he starts beating yeah.
1: his ass in the interrogation room
0: just like like browbeating him verbally and then just taking him and like fucking hitting his desk. It's, it's
1: the 1980s that's what happens But there's a moment in this movie, and again, we're going to have some fun with this, because this is the (laughs) moment I think we were all cackling, is when Charles Bronson starts reading about the dalliances in this girl's diary, and we're talking about her suitors (laughs) and everything that she's doing with them.
0: (laughs) Call 1-800-BRONSON to hear dirty talk from Charles Bronson reading a teenage girl's diary. No, like naughty college girls you're barely legal and he's waiting to talk to you hey so i went on this date boy i tell you my <laughs> my lady parts were quivering and throbbing and as he thrusted this purple manhood vigorously i enjoyed it with shrieks of both pleasure and pain in simultaneous union we became one that day and it was a okay <laughs> That's a nice. That <laughs> that is a reading. It's
2: fucking disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's that
3: that's almost as disturbing as the fact that they should have logged that into evidence. Yeah. Exactly. Right.
0: He's just.
2: It's, it's like. Bronson it after like dark. That. You know. You know. He took it home and read it. Right. It's <laughs> like, like. Ooh, this is a good section. He's right got. Here. He's
0: got that, and he's got the instructions for that horse semen extractor. That's what he's. That's his. Some you know, light bedtime reading. <laughs> Daddy's got his hands full tonight. In more ways than one, right? he's, <laughs> he's he's got his his little reading glasses. It's studious, bronze. bronze
2: but he's got like a, he's got like a sleeping like mm. a gown and one of the hats. No. <laughs> or 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 he's, he's reading really it He's he's reading it in one hand, and then he's
3: got a yellow legal pad on on like his his knee and leg, and he's like, oh, I'd never thought about that." Kama Sutra. <laughs> But he writes yeah. it as caramel. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'd like some
1: caramel sutra. That's <laughs>
0: What's this caramel sutra all about? Also, his
1: delivery at one point, something about Reese's. Ha- oh, no, he he
3: was he was mentioning he was like, <laughs> you you, you oh. hacked him up into pieces,
0: pieces, pieces. He also said something else like. Maybe they're on methadone or something like that. It was like yes. a prescription drug he was talking about. And it was just all like, what? And then the fact that he snuck into the guy's apartment and put like set up this AV thing. He can set yes. up an AV system, Kevin McAllister style. So when he walks in, it triggers like the joy of sex, right? And, like putting on the police. Required to. Required At this point, you can latch onto his wanker. No, his hunker. His hunker. <laughs> And, but yet he's confounded by this simple plug-and-play accessory. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> we—it's interesting because
3: we. We spend a lot of time with Bronson's character. A
0: lot of time. It's Bronson's movie. But we
3: don't know much about him. Mm-mm. We know he is a bad cop. Yeah. We know he's a bad, bad father. Bad father. Yeah, yeah. a widower. We, we know, and yeah, like, we, we know that his wife somehow died. We don't know how. We also know that he used to be a smoker. Terrible and he jacket off accident. Yeah, because um, his, his, uh, um, his partner offers him a cigarette early on, and he goes, no, those things I used to smoke. But they're going to kill you. It's like we never find out. Like His character seems like he's going to be eating steak and stuff every single night oh,
1: and then having a oh, cigarette. Let's, let's talk about bourbon. what he's eating. Oh, God. Because, number one, we know he hates quiche. What's eating Charlie Browns? <laughs> he, he, he grabbed quiche because he Look thought it was pie. Look at me, ma. And he grabbed coleslaw. And I don't know where the hell he Haley found coleslaw. it. But, God damn, we had to, we almost paused it. He is going to town on a turkey, turkey leg. leg. Well, he's trying to oh, cut it. Don,
0: you man, Charles Bronson, you never, get it. You yeah, get that air mailed from first, the Ren first, fair. first of all, first of all, why? How in the fuck did he get a turkey leg at a hospital? And two, why is he trying to eat said hospital turkey leg with hospital turkey or with hospital utensils? Oh, oh, there is no oh, My only way. rebuttal
2: to that is Charles Bronson, because that, Charles Bronson. He should just because be able. That's
0: as bad as like. That's as bad as like Cobra trying to eat pizza with those little safety Whoa, scissors don't, that's, don't that you Greg's get childhood. from there. You know, he's, he's Charles Bronson. He's he should be able to pick it up and eat a King Henry the Eighth. To- <laughs> Henry the Eighth, I am. I am.
3: You know, and that, just like well, that's the whole reason why Bronson leaves that scene because he he's mad about the coleslaw and quiche. puts it back and probably goes like down the hallway, goes into somebody's room, and he's like,
0: "You don't need that turkey leg. <laughs> I'll be taking that." No, I'll probably bet you what he's like. There's no way I'm gonna be filming the same scene with a quiche. And so like props <laughs> department had to like put a turkey leg. That's better. And so everybody's like, Aren't you gonna eat your quiche? No. Right? Even though it's a fucking turkey leg, it's just something Bronson has to well, do. I mean, or or he, it's or a like He's gotta
2: be a man, you yeah, know. Right. I mean, this this I'm is not Charles be a Bronson in his sixties. In the eighties in, in the early eighties. Yeah. So I mean this is like the the, the the epitome of chain smoking, sending your child to get you a pack of smokes from the yeah. corner convenience store. Mm-hmm. He's probably cracking open a Coors Banquet, you know, pull tab. You know? Well, we we, we had
0: the theory that
3: maybe Here's it's also banquet.
0: Thanksgiving. Well, you were hoping. I was please. hoping it was a Christmas movie. Hoping amongst hope. Oh, man. Merry Christmas. It's Vajaganov. So That's, That's the spirit of Christmas. That's the spirit of Christmas. What's Christmas all about?
3: It's Vajaganov. <laughs> What do you think those stockings are there
0: for? That's like, it's a Charlie Bronson Christmas. (laughs) What's the true meaning of Christmas, Charlie Bronson? Lights.
3: (laughs) Lucy, you grab that football one more time. I'll shoot you between the
1: eyes. Aren't you a little too old for blankets? The doctor is dead.
0: (laughs) The doctor's in traction.
3: <laughs> he he halts. He halts Pigpen in and says, "Get him cleaned up.
0: This guy's dirty. He's got cocaine. I planted it there. So tell me about it's- this confession." <theological noise> <inaudible>
3: But yeah, we mentioned that he's a he's a bad cop. We know that early on he's a
0: terrible cop. That he's
3: he's done bad stuff in the past.
0: Yeah, it's a repeating pattern of terrible copness
3: And then he just openly <laughs> and willingly just commits malfeasance after malfeasance. He's got the he's, diary. Yeah, he he has probably one of the, the most, I guess, painful scenes for nowadays when you're just like, oh Jesus Christ, he's doing that.
0: He's beating up people in the interrogation room. He's planting evidence. evidence.
3: that That's what I was talking about. Because yeah.
0: he, he, he casually brings part of that
3: device and that vial with him in order to be able to extract it. So, like,
0: he just had the vials around. And he knows what he's doing is fucked up, and he doesn't care. And everybody around him's like, oh, that Charles Bronson. And he admits and, it. And he admits it to everybody. In court. Like, yeah, I did it. What are you gonna do about it? Well, all you have to do arrest a- me for smoking. He's <laughs> Charles he Bronson's fucking basic oh. instinct. Oh. Uh, yeah. hey. <laughs>
1: well, there's Bronson Bush. There's well, that's like is that does that pair with Bronson Butter? Yes. <laughs> this this there's the through line between this is kind of the the distrust of the, of the judicial system with Cannon and Cobra. Yep. And this definitely feels like an extension of a dirty, hairy mm. kind of film. And again, that the you know, there's too many laws put aside for the crazy people that are committing all these offenses. Why can't we just shoot yes in yeah. the street?
3: And, and the partners who are always the ones who are who are the more decent people are always the,
2: the young new cops. Yeah, they're, what they're are trying you a to teach Yeah, they're trying to usher in the new blood, you know?
1: It's it's a it's something that we grew up with for the most part Mm -hmm. in a lot of our films it wasn't at the time another place very much so and that's the thing i think that is very striking in the in like today's cultural context if you view it through that particular lens yeah
3: but i think that's why we we were able to latch on to the the partner Mm -hmm. more so because he he's not willing to do that you know it's not even strict Let he's strictly by the book he's just like
0: no, we just need to do this. He's we need not morally like corrupted
2: by seeing all this bad shit happen. Yeah. for
0: you know, so many decades, and it's not even like he's like the fresh-faced rookie. I mean, he's still kind of like—is this he's Can- a detective? But at the same time, that, that's fucking wrong. Is this Canon's
1: yeah. training day then?
3: <laughs> kind of, because I mean, he, he's, do you?
1: I didn't know you like to get wet.
3: Well, King no, but Kong he, he gets shit on me. me. <laughs> but he, I mean, he 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 starts out respecting. Yeah. Uh, kessler it's the fact that he's like man, he's been in the line for 20 years he's got all these commendations but then as the movie goes on and he sees him doing more and more stuff he's like yeah i can't really abide by this guy i see why you don't like your dad and at that time the daughter's like what are you talking about my dad's wonderful
0: he asked me to dinner once right because it's a whole bait and switch thing i mean there's points in times he is not a good father this is no. anti-death wish because like he puts his His daughter's like, hey, I really need to talk to you. Something bad has happened. I got to talk to Wilfred Brimley. He's offering something about oatmeal, right? And I'll talk to you later. He's trying to lower my blood sugar. He's telling me to check something off, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So, (laughs) yeah, so he's not a good cop role model. I'm like, there's a lot of time where I just felt like, your protagonist, ladies and gentlemen, you know, yeah he says he's like harassing, even though he is the killer. So he's kind of hard to be sympathetic at the same time. If he wasn't, that's fucked up. Yeah, I I, I think I also have to give
3: the movie credit for uh, because of when it was made. Of course, we know that so many of the movies, whether they're canons or. Or other type of horror and slasher films that they were getting cut by the MPAA mm-hmm. all the time for like how the bloodletting was done very and
0: chase kill wise well. Before. But I was
3: gonna I was gonna say even though you don't you see him make the motion and you don't see the blade go in, there's still plenty of blood and mm-hmm. the after effects. So like when they're going into um the 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 nurse's dorm room after they've been killed like you've got giant cuts the mm. the, the lady who's killed in the apartment she has a giant slash up right. her body and blood's getting splattered around the room it's on him and of course somebody's dead in the shower exactly and you've got all the blood that's running down so i thought it was a really interesting way for them to still have the bloodletting but they knew that they couldn't show the act sure. of it being stabbed or people's mm-hmm. throat being slit. But they still made sure to have plenty of the red stuff for so people who want you know, the
0: the bloodletting from a horror film are still given it. Yeah, I agree. I was like, you know, at, it was almost like not quite frosted shred of any weeds because it was just like nothing. I was like, well, I could use more blood and guts and seeing like the knife and the stabbing go in. But then like, oh, the after effects look pretty damn cool. Yeah. You know, because it was very... Very gory, surprisingly gory for as chaste as the kills were, and it's as simplistic because it's just a straight razor or a knife, or it's more like tools of convenience. Because you know damn sure that stubby he carries around when he carries clothes ain't <laughs> gonna do shit. That little three inch screwdriver. Well, you never know, man. And I want I want to
2: pose this question to you guys: Do you guys have at any point any sympathy for his character? No, not at all. One. Well, the reason on the reason why I ask is because when he's in the nurses, like in the nurses' dormitory. He, like, has a moment of regret when he stabs the girl in the shower. You know, why
1: didn't you tell me it wasn't her? I think though only because he's very much a control kind of freak. Yeah, he's very much. It, the, it just it went kinking the air, yeah the American plan. psycho. Yeah, you know, it's mentality. very it's. I don't think it's so much remorse that is as it is. Oh, this really fucked up my plan. And I can't
0: yeah. even feel sympathy on him as in the mental health aspect of nowadays yeah. because he says like, "Oh yeah, no, oh no, I hear voices. I'm crazy. They're going to let me go." Well, that oh, no, no, like, no. It was his, his attorney. So his had attorney planted that in that. his head right. or, yeah. So like, you can't even feel sympathy. Like, he, if he really was, if you mean. And depending on the movie, depending on the scenario, depending on the villain or protagonist, yeah, you know, because I felt sympathy for Elijah Wood and maniac, you know, a little bit of it, but but I couldn't feel any sympathy for this guy because yeah. he's he, um, just a I mean, killer and a freak in a creep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's not Jaganov. <laughs> he's
3: he's he's not crazy, and in his mind, I think the I reason mean, he why is. But, well, yeah, But it's not he's not he's not schizophrenic. He's yeah, not mm-hmm. hearing the voices and stuff like that. He he's messed up and, and, and pushed to the edge. And in his mind, I think the reason that he feels that regret is any of the people that he's killing before that. Are people who spurned him, right, in yeah. one way or another, and that's why he's having those flashes. The whole reason why he kills that this girl uh, didn't do
0: nothing to me. Why did I, you make me kill her? Exactly. So like, why I love yeah. you? Why did you make me hit you? When you when, when he
3: when he killed the first lady, it was because he he tried to make a move on her, and she threw the coffee in his face. The second one was the uh, even though it was her roommate, it was mm-hmm. she said bad things and, mm-hmm. and spurned him at work. The other girl spurned him. Uh, or yeah Bronson's daughter you know spurns him so he's going after these people who he feels has um, wronged him and emasculated him in a way so I think when he kills her he's like no that's that's not my my thing. It's I'm one not of a murderer. Exactly. Well, he he's he's trying to do it in his mind that I'm getting back at people right. who did and me was wrong. I wasn't innocent.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, he's still killing people. And but I'm gonna put other. on a fake accent and do it too. Bang. 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 <laughs> What's happening, Bronson?
1: Again, the movie goes places. Yes. To the point that you almost get. It's very. Black Christmas esque, yeah. Which is the content <laughs> of the calls where him and Billy would have like this jerky boys esque kind of like <laughs> talk off.
0: <laughs> Frank Rizzo. <laughs> hey, David he chest
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's this is it's like I said. It's a it's a weird movie. Yeah. It it's a canon movie. It's a canon. You know, film. occasionally yeah. with films, we can just... It's Italian. And see, or,
0: but see here, that's the thing. Okay. I think I would feel s- safe recommending this to a normie because, like, as weird and as sexy-ish, you know, with sleazy, sleazy-ish, right? With the nudity and, like, the whole uh, the motif and all that, it's still kind of, like, not chaste, per se, but it's still not every normie-friendly, yeah. but the ones that are a little bit more cooler with that kind of <laughs> shit... You could show them, because it is more based in crime and action. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's a, it's
3: not like you're suggesting Driller Killer. Right, oh, yeah.
0: right.
1: There's a reason Scream Factory put it out as a boutique Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, because it is pretty sleazy. Yeah,
1: and, and it <laughs> deserves to be seen with a group of your friends. Like, yes. this one I don't think plays as a solo viewing. I really think you need some friends to bounce some ideas off of, to react to when certain mo- when. That moment happens, and it becomes part of your everyday lexicon. Like, did you yeah, see I mean, like,
2: that? You... yeah, ten to midnight. I'm not going to be watching it in my basement, and be like, ha ha. oh, wait a minute, this is this is just this is just, it's, this is just weird it's and very, wrong, right? It's sick
0: and wrong, and you know, it's not every movie where you hear Charles Bronson ask the que- or tell, exclaim, "It's for jacking off," you know, and fight a nude killer in the middle of a street. So that's true. Yeah, that
1: I mean that that ending too. Oh. oh. A, a, again, bad cop, bad, bad father. He kills the guy, and he's putting himself
0: up. Yeah, the, the, yeah he, I he, did he, it. What are you gonna do? Arrest me? Take me? To in. Yep. Throw the
2: book at me, but make sure it's that diary. Make sure it's the, <laughs> make sure it's the instructions for that
3: machine. I need some light reading. It's <laughs> gonna be a long stretch.
1: Uh, so, obviously, we the all had Sean fun with Spank this one. Redemption.
0: Oh wow! He's digging tunnels. Wow. Charles Brunson worked through 50 miles of shit and came out the other side dirtier than ever. <laughs> I'm to trying go. to find the city called Say What to,
3: How the fuck do you pronounce Had it? You- <laughs> <laughs> Get busy a day, Jane.
1: Oh, good Lord. So if our listeners would like to uh, follow your all shenanigans out there, uh, where can they find and listen to you guys?
0: Adrian, you first. <laughs> wow. That was that was some Rochambeau stuff right there.
1: Uh, you can
3: find me on Twitter at yo Adrian Torres.
0: Nice.
2: And you can find us at Media Rewind Pod or me at Mount Underscore Baldy. Where Where can we
0: hear the uh, horrorversary podcast?
3: Um, yeah, that you can look for it on you know stuff like Spotify or anywhere that you you listen to stuff like that. You can also um, make sure to go onto Twitter and follow at Yeah. The week that this is coming out, the is our next episode, which is Creep Show with D.D. Dee Ooh,
1: excellent!
3: Very cool. Ooh,
0: fucking rad, Great Combination. Fucking rad. And then I know we got House of the Dragon coming up on Media Rewind coming yeah, soon. Yeah, and, and you
2: can find us on everything, just like Adrian said. You know all the all the popular kids podcast places and your a holes. <laughs> right answer. <laughs> Put it in the right Google's.
0: A- right answer.
2: But, yeah, we've got House of the Dragon coming up, and I believe we've got a couple more shows that are
0: dropping. So, Fuck, we should go do some Bronson. <laughs> prepare, like, Lance, prepare.
1: I, I would really like to think somewhere right now, Henry Winkler is getting this odd <laughs> sensation, but yet he's like, but
0: it's not quite for me. Like His he does veins then, yeah. his veins are popping up. Like, it's like his like, spider sense. His Fonzie sense. What's happening? What's happening to me? What's going on with my veins? And then, like.
2: E-e. E-e-e. I was thinking e-e-e. about uh,
3: Henry Silva's out there going, Why isn't anybody talking about me? <laughs> Fucking Henry Silva's <laughs> over there
0: making mating calls. Ey. See, to capture the Bronson, you have to think like the Bronson. Mating calls like the Bronson. Then when you get in the Bronson's head, then you get the bronson. That's disturbing. That's <laughs> he's, he's,
2: he's, disturbing. Buying, he's, he's buying a six <laughs> pack
1: for 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 youth to help you, him track down. Bronson. You know what's going to be streaming soon on Shutter? Alligator! And alligator too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, that might that be might our next to, Shutter that shout might out
0: <laughs> the silver double feature.
1: Well, I know we are definitely going to be delving into giant creatures here in the month of June. In fact, uh, all four films that we're going to be talking are going to be first time viewings for me. Sweet. Uh, we probably have some familiar guests and voices on these. So until that time, this is Greg D. And I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams.
0: What's it for? It's, it's for jacket it it off. It off.